You're listening to episode 47 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Well, hello and welcome to episode 47. It's Terry Fisher here, and I am really excited about today's guest. Today's guest has often been given the credit of being the Alexa inventor, and uh, we'll hear his take on that in just a few moments. But before that, again, I want to tell you about the sponsor of the podcast. This, of course, is the Alexa Conference presented by VoiceFirst.fm. It's the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts. That includes me. Uh, it's going to be taking place January 15th to 17th in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And tickets are available right now. You can use the promo code Alexa in Canada and you can get 20% off. And of course, I look forward to being there myself, and I hope that I will be able to meet you there as well. So get your tickets now. Uh, the link, of course, is on the show notes page for today's episode, which you can find at alexaincanada.ca slash 47. Now, today's guest is a real special guest. Uh, ever since I became aware of Jeff Adams uh, and the fact that he was really the leader of the team that created Amazon Alexa from the beginning. I knew I had to have him on the podcast. I wanted to hear the story. How did Amazon create Alexa? And today, Jeff has been gracious enough to join me on the podcast and go into the details of how Amazon went about starting this incredible project. And we know where that has gone uh, over the last number of years to the point that they announced a huge number of, of hardware devices last week, as you know. So uh, Jeff is a really, really interesting guy to talk to, and he gives us some great insights into what Amazon does and the lengths that they actually go to, to uh, protecting their intellectual property as well. Very, very fascinating. So without any further ado, let's get right to the interview with Jeff Adams. Great. Well, hello, Jeff. Welcome to the Alexa and, po and Canada podcast. It's wonderful to have you here. Hi, Terry. It's great to be here. Well, I was uh, ever since you know I asked you to to be on the podcast, and uh, and you graciously agreed. I've been very excited to speak with you because, being an Alexa enthusiast, I know you have often been um, referred to as the inventor of Alexa. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. I'd love to hear your take on that. But also, I want to hear your background a little bit. So maybe we can start with your background, and then let's hear about your, your take on being the Alexa inventor. Sure. Uh, so let me see. I've been doing speech for almost 24 years, uh, speech technology of one sort or another. I, uh, I started out uh, working for a small speech company here in the Boston area where I live now um, called uh, Kurzweil Applied Intelligence, and through a series of acquisitions, I ended up working uh, for um, uh, LearnOut and HowSpeed, Dragon, uh, SkinSoft, and then Nuance uh, over a course of about 13 years. Mm -hmm. um, I left there um, in 90, well, sorry, 2009, <laughs> not 90. Uh, uh, left there in 2009 to go join a little startup, um, called Yap that, uh, was focused on, um, transcribing voicemail messages 
Uh, so if you, you know, it was one of these services where if you got, uh, uh, if you got a, a text, sorry, a voicemail, you, you could receive a transcript in the form of a text or an email. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and, um, that was a kind of a turning point. It was a small little company, but they, they, um, were aggressive in building out the technology and they let me hire a dozen really great talented people. Uh-huh. And we ended up, uh, getting, um, our competitor was using humans to transcribe messages, uh, uh, offshore humans around the world. And we were able to match their accuracy with our speech recognition, which I think is still the first time that, that anyone's ever matched human performance with, um, uh, with a commercial, a viable commercial speech recognition system. Oh, wow. Uh, so we were pretty excited about that. And, uh, and, uh, that, that and other things uh, caught the attention of folks at Amazon, uh-huh. uh, and uh, and so they acquired our little company and uh, put my team to work uh, building out uh, uh, what would become Alexa. We didn't it, it, we didn't it didn't have a name <laughs> uh, at the time. Um, it had a it, it just had a, a secret code name. We it was called uh, Project Doppler, and Doppler. Okay. Yeah, and in fact, that was you know that was secret. I still feel a little bit weird saying that, but <laughs> since then they've they've announced that, and in fact, they've named one of their uh, big new buildings uh, in Seattle uh, Doppler. Uh, they named their buildings after the code names of uh, of successful projects. Oh wow! Okay, well that's neat. That's a neat little tidbit. I had no idea. Wonderful. Yeah. So so you, Amazon acquires you. you yeah. Join you join Amazon, and you've got yeah. the team. Well, let's get back to this question about so, so the Lex Inventor. So I guess it's because it was your company. That's that's the that's why you've been labeled the Lex Inventor. How do you, how do you feel about that? Well, you know, I I'm I'm very uncomfortable at being labeled the Alexa Inventor because I didn't really invent anything. Actually, no one person invented it. Um, let me tell you what happened when I got to, when we got to, to Amazon. Please. They, the the whole time they were negotiating to buy Yap, and by the way. Yap wasn't my company. I was a vice president of, of research, uh, but uh, not the owner uh, or an owner. Um, but they they uh, they brought my team of the twelve of us or so out to Seattle, and the whole time the negotiations were happening, we kept saying, "Well, so what are you going to want us to do? We want to make sure we're a good fit because some people have crazy ideas about what they want to do with speech. They and, and we wanted to be able to give them some, you know." some expectation setting um and they wouldn't say a word they just said no we've got plans we're not going to tell you anything about it it's very secret mm-hmm. uh and uh and so finally like after the deal had closed and i called them on the phone and they said and i said you know so now tell me what and they said no we can't tell you yet it's wow. uh this is something we're not going to say over the phone so they they waited they brought my whole team out to seattle they put us in a room uh, locked the doors, closed the windows, um, and uh, spoke in quiet voices. And they said, they described uh, what we were, what we were supposed to do. They described uh, what would become the echo, the, the echo. And there was a, it was a little bit different because this was before it had launched, before it was completely designed. But they imagined it was maybe the size of a Coke can, um, and they described the whole project to us. So. Clearly, we didn't invent it because um, it—you know—they already had a vision for it of this uh, voice assistant 
uh, and um, uh, they they but they came in and described the functionality of what they expected. And we had a little bit of brainstorming about how it might be helpful, how it might be used, the, what would turn into um, uh, you know all the different um, uh, applications you can run uh, with uh, Alexa these days. Uh, and uh, but our first response, all of us, all of the speech guys, uh, including me, our first response was um, I, when they described what they wanted us to do uh, was we said, you, that's not possible. You can't do that. The technology is not far enough along. And the main thing that was that was going to be challenging, that the thing, the reason we said it's not going to work is that at that point, speech had not been... Um, developed the speech recognition had not been developed to be able to work uh, when the microphone is more than four or five feet from the speaker's mouth. And they wanted this to work, yeah. you know, across a room and whatever. The, the problem with that is when, when you, um, when you speak uh, in a room, you know, there's the path of the speech that goes from your mouth to the microphone on the device. Sure. Uh, but there are also, you know, a dozen other paths that the speech takes bouncing off of walls or desks or windows or computer monitors or whatever else happens to be in the room. And everything it bounces off of changes the signal a little bit and then it arrives a little bit later uh, because it's taken a longer path. And when we hear people speak, our brains just accommodate for that. It's not a big deal. But um, the, the speech recognition technology of the time had not really solved that problem. The the closest we had was um, Microsoft had done something for the Xbox that you could speak while you were playing the game from you know ten or twelve feet away, but it didn't work well. Mm -hmm. It handled a very limited set of commands, and um, and the way you were setting that up, you were still facing the, the device generally, and 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 so forth. So we 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 just told them we said, "I'm sorry, you've wasted your money uh, buying." this company and investing in, in doing this, it's just not going to work. Huh. Uh, and, um, and, and they, they said, well, um, no, um, we think it's going to work and, uh, you know, you, you have, uh, whatever it takes to make it work. So, um, you know, get, get there, get the technology <laughs> to that point. And if it takes a few years, it takes a few years. Um, so, uh, over the, over the course of the next several years, um, I and my colleagues uh, built the team out to like 60 people, 70, 80 people. And it's now much bigger than that. Um, but uh, we hired, uh, we hired all of the uh, most talented scientists we could uh, in several locations around the world. Uh, and, um, and, and we worked and worked. They, they had thought that this might take a year to develop, but in fact, it took three Mm -hmm. Uh, and there was a massive data collection over the course of that time, uh, um, which was kind of cool. Um, uh, we had, you know, prototype echoes that we would invite people to, to come into, um, like rented homes, temporary homes that were furnished and we would have them, you know, speak a list of commands, but we had to do it in a way that they wouldn't know what, what, what these were just, you know, people off the street. Huh. Uh, and, and so we couldn't let them know what we were doing. So all of the uh, Echo devices had to be um, hidden and disguised. They they had you know little um, uh, screens around them, so you couldn't see what was going on. Uh, and 
Uh, and the people had to read commands that also included fake commands um, for for things that were not really related to uh, Alexa, so that it wouldn't give away entirely what we were doing. It it, it was a that was a, a big project. So we collected many thousands of hours of speech uh, of people speaking to these prototype uh, machines, and we uh, uh, we had some very smart people. Um, working out how to, you know, all the different problems, how to get the speech to work with these room reverberations and echoes uh-huh. uh, and, uh, and how to then parse what people were saying and, and allow people to speak naturally and, and still get good responses and, and so forth. Uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of effort by a lot of people over, well, three years before we launched. And so, all of that story, I think, is interesting, but it also highlights, again, why I don't want to be credited with being the inventor of anything. I, you know, I, uh, if anything, I'm the guy who said, no, it can't be done. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but then, you know, then we, you know, we put the team together and we, we worked at it until we did get it done. Uh, and it was one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done in my career. It was uh, very exciting. Well, it's amazing to see, obviously, where where Alexa has gone now over these last number of years. It's it's very impressive. Yeah. Um, who do you know anything about whose idea it was originally? Like who, who you know, Alexa was the brainchild of of who or what what group of people? Well, uh, so the uh, I I wasn't there because mm-hmm. you know they, they they the brainchild was born before I arrived on the scene. Mm-hmm. But uh, from uh, from what I have heard, uh, it was the brainchild of Jeff Bezos himself, uh, along with uh, one of his. Uh, um, he has a a, a TA, a, a technical uh, advisor, assistant. I sorry, I don't remember what TA stands mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Um, uh, who uh, you know they they kept hearing ideas in the company that uh, made them uh, think you know maybe we should build this. Uh, this thing that, that became uh, the Echo uh, or Alexa. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was really, it was like really from the top. Um, and so, you know, if someone should be credited as the visionary or the inventor, maybe it's Jeff Bezos himself. Wow. Wow. Well, that's great. So that's fascinating, the amount of sort of secrecy that went behind this in terms of, well, first getting you guys in the room before they would disclose anything and then going to the efforts of setting up these homes to have people come in and, yeah. and, uh, and try these commands. What were they telling these people? Out of, do you know? Out of curiosity, like what were they doing? Yeah. Oh yeah, they they uh, they were told nothing. And in fact, a lot of people got very nervous. They thought, you know, are what are you going to use my voice for? Uh, we can't tell you. We're just going to use your voice for <laughs> a, a project. And some people thought they were going to be used for some criminal purpose. Uh, that you know that because uh, we we wouldn't even let them know that it was Amazon uh, oh, wow. behind it. Um, and so they didn't know who was recording their voice. What were they going to do with all of these things they were saying? Um, and most people were fine, but a, a few people around different locations in the country were a little bit nervous about uh, what are you going to do with my voice? Wow, that's that's uh, that, that's really interesting. It kind of gives gives me a little bit of a glimpse into into the uh, lengths that Amazon will go to protect a great idea. But it it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Wow. So what, what's your take now on um, all the announcements Amazon made last week and, um, and sort of where this technology is going? Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to buy some of the new devices. I've got 
uh, I've got, I don't know, half a dozen Alexa devices around the house and uh, excited to, to add to the collection. Um, I, um, I, I love Alexa. I love the idea of using it. Even I don't wear a watch anymore because it's just as easy for me to just say, Alexa, what time is it? And wherever, uh, you know, wherever I am in the house, some device will hear me and answer. Um, I love that Alexa is on my Kindle now so that when I travel, I just take my Kindle and I can just talk to Alexa from my hotel room uh, and uh, play music or watch movies or ask about uh, what's going on, whatever. I, um, so I'm excited to see uh, some of the new devices and, uh, and where, you know, just the, the improvements of the, of the traditional uh uh, devices, uh, but also some of the some of the new um, some of the new styles and, and capabilities. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. Were, were there any Were there any of these new hardware devices that really surprised you? I, um, not really. I um, you know after that first meeting where they shocked me, I, I'm not surprised by the Alexa team anymore. <laughs> uh, they they're doing very uh, interesting, innovative things. Sure. So I imagine you get this next question asked all the time. So with this incredible project that you were part of, what made you decide to then um, to leave Amazon to focus on your own company? Well, um, I, I really loved working for Amazon and uh, I loved the people that I worked with. I loved the team that I put together. I left some of my best friends behind uh, when I left. Um, but it was mostly a matter of um, personal uh, needs and logistics. I... Uh, the, the, uh, where I lived was, uh, sometimes a two hour commute in and out of Boston every day. And I, um, just, I couldn't keep that up, um, for that long. Uh, and, and I was managing teams in, uh, Germany and England and California and Seattle, as well as Boston. And I was on the road a lot. Um, and it was, uh, it was, it was just a, a personal drain. And I thought sure. after the, you know, after, after the, the, uh, the product was launched, I, I left within a week or so of the product being launched. Oh. Um, I, I sort of felt like that was a good time to draw a line under my work there, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, uh, start a new company cobalt. The other reason was that, um, that. While I was at Amazon, I saw how much effort it took for a company to build up new capabilities, new substantial capabilities in speech technology. I, and I don't know how I don't know how much Amazon invested in the the uh, the, the technology around um, Alexa, but just before the launch. Never mind since then and all the improvements, but just to get something to launch. I you know it must have been in the range of two hundred million dollars, <laughs> and there are not a lot of companies that can do that, um, that can invest that. And I thought that's really too bad because I kept hearing about some little startup that was trying to do something interesting, or even a, a a big company that tried to start a speech team but didn't realize how much effort it cost it took and and uh, and gave up after a while. Uh, and, and I thought, you know what, I, what I want to do is start a, a, a separate company, a, an independent company that can be that speech team for other companies so that, 
you know, other companies can, can share a, a, a speech team. So I founded Cobalt Speech and Language mm-hmm. um, four years ago, 2014. And uh, we are now, we're a team of about 30 really smart, talented uh, speech scientists and engineers. Um, and we, we do a lot of cool projects for, uh, for other companies. Um, and so, you know, it may be, it may be that, um, I, I can't give a lot of details about most of our projects just for confidentiality, but, you know, imagine that you were uh, a bank or a hospital that wanted something like an Alexa, but you can't send, you legally can't send your data off to Amazon's cloud for processing. And so you might want to have something similar uh, that you could host in your own facility, um, or or you want uh, you know you 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 have a, a company with sophisticated machinery or applications that you want to be able to control by voice because people can do people can typically get more done by voice. They don't have to learn arcane series of digits to type or commands or whatever. Uh, uh, they can just say, oh, I want to imagine you had a copy machine, you know, I, we all know how hard or <laughs> there's the old joke of how, uh, of how, you know, how hard it was for people to learn how to use, how to record shows on their VCR right. or whatever. But imagine you could just do any of that by voice. You could say for a, to a copy machine, you know, I need 30 copies, double-sided, um, collated, uh, and, uh, with three holes punched on the left side or whatever. Uh, you don't have to remember, you don't have to figure out how to type all that. You can say that in, in 10 seconds or five seconds, right. uh, or, you know, to record a show on your, on your DVR or, or, uh, whatever, uh, just to be able to say it. So, uh, so there's a lot of companies out there that could benefit from speech, uh, and their own branded version of speech. Um, and, and so we cobalt are, um, really the, the leading company now for providing that, for working with other companies uh, and and getting that, uh, you know, taking care of whatever other people need. It's kind of fun. And That's... so in, in some ways, it's an extension of what we were doing uh, at Amazon. And a few of my colleagues from Amazon have ended up here uh, eventually uh, working with me. That's wonderful. Well, I'm sure that these companies that come to look, look, uh, look at your company for help are... Uh... Are impressed with the uh, the resume that you've got as being the team that uh, launched launched Alexa. That's uh, not a lot of not a lot of companies out there can say that. So that's true. So, <laughs> that's true. Well, that's great. Hey, well, congrats on that. That's wonderful. Where can people go to uh, to learn more about what you're doing in your company? What would be the best resources to send them to? Uh, well, the the obvious places go to our website, um, which is at cobaltbeach.com. Cobalt like the metal. C O B A L T. S B E E C H dot com, uh, and uh, you can there's a, a link link for getting hold of us uh, or whatever. Wonderful. Hey, well that's great. Thanks, thanks so much, Jeff, for for uh, taking some time to come on here. I'm like I say that the story of of the the origins of Alexa I find fascinating, and uh, and just hearing your insights, and in particular, it's really interesting seeing the lengths, like I said, that Amazon goes to to protect their their IP, and uh, very very fascinating story. So so thanks so much for spending some of your time here on the podcast. No problem, Terry. Thanks. All right. Well, there you have it. Huh? Pretty interesting stories from Jeff, huh? Uh, Love the story about how Amazon uh, brought them into the room and were all secretive, and particularly how they set up a home to test out the the Lexi commands. Uh, wow, fascinating. And uh, you know, it makes me kind of wonder what 
you know, what things is Amazon developing right now in some secret home somewhere where they're recording people's voices and figuring out what the next big thing uh, for Lexi is going to be. Uh, it's it's fun to sort of imagine where this is going to go. Again, uh, just a big thanks to uh, to Jeff. Jeff, I really appreciate you taking the time. You've got some great stories, and I'm sure there's a lot more that we could have got into there. As usual, the show notes will have a link to to Jeff's company if you want to uh, you know seek out his services. He obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to voice technology, and the show notes can be found at alexaincanada.ca slash forty seven. And just a quick reminder, as you know, we, we, we alluded to this in the in the show today, Amazon announced a whole bunch of new products. They are currently for pre-order here in Canada, and they actually get released in two days, October 11th. So if you are interested in checking those out, you can always check in the podcast episode from two weeks ago, alexaincanada.ca slash 45, uh, and you can have uh, a look at all of the devices if you go to alexaincanada.ca slash echo, and that will take you direct to the Amazon uh, website where you can check out the the uh, rapidly growing uh, family of echo devices. I am an affiliate for Amazon. I think it's important that you know that uh, to be perfectly transparent. If you do choose to purchase anything through that uh, link, uh, it's, it's great in that it supports uh, the podcast and I do earn a small commission, but of course, there is no extra cost to you whatsoever. Uh, if you choose to go ahead and use that link, then again, I thank you very much. So again, big thanks to Jeff. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Show notes, alexaincanada.ca slash 47. And I look forward to bringing you another podcast next week with a new guest, of course. And um, make sure that you have subscribed so you can tune in at that point as well. Have a great week and I will talk to you soon. She's got, she's got skills. skills.